Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday, 7 September 2019. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Morning, John. And Gordo. Morning. So against our best, my best attempts to get the day off, we're doing the International Week. Yep. So our picks are going to be very, very weird. You made that kind of sound like, against your best wishes, I forced this upon you. Yeah. Whereas actually, I was all up for not doing it this week. I'm this weird way where... Because I never bet on internationals. No, neither do I. So horrible. So this is the first time I've really looked at lower leagues to go right. I want something then because yep. we're doing this. Um, what we were just saying before we started was see if you back any of our picks. Going to let us know if you've got any winners because it's it's the sim it's a it's the bookies thing. It's we only ever hear when people don't back they back the thing that went wrong. Oh, totally. Yeah. So I think Chris Farrow on Twitter had said to me carded. And it must have been a reference to the Shaka. He should have been booked about four times in that game. See when he gave away the penalty. penalty. Right. <laughs> but, the, but there was another one in the second half where he gave away a free kick, like near the edge of the box. And I was like, he might get. I think my brother turned to me and was like, is he going to get a second yellow? And I was like, I don't think he's even been booked yet. No, because. He we, didn't get anything for that either. Yeah. So if you back, because I think there's a few people on Dundee United, a few people on Lauren Shankland. Oh, Shankland to score was great. Yeah. That was. Both both those picks were tremendous, like we said then. So. We'll just fire in. But yeah, if you get any winners that we've backed, please let us know because it's nice to hear some positive feedback. Positive feedback where we're just, I'm just numbing negative feedback. It doesn't bother me, but it's nice to know if people are actually backing and winning money off of our knowledge, our superior knowledge of weird leagues. <laughs> um, so last week's picks, my banker was atrocious. Every week at home, it's the press it's drew one each. What happened there? I, I don't know, mate. The press have conceded loads of goals this season away from home already. And last season they were second bottom in the league. And Rijeka battered teams. Rijeka flying. I know. Absolutely flying. The stats looked alright, but they weren't great. It wasn't like I was looking at a 70% to 30% possession with hundreds of chances. They had six shots at goal. So it was a pretty shite game. I think maybe it was just, we'd had too good a weekend. <laughs> and it had to be reined back in. And they reined it back. The, the gambling gods just reined it back in. Yeah, I think you said that was that was our highest odds banker that's failed. Yeah, well, so, the, the the shortest odds. Yeah, so yeah. it was like the most likely it one. Clear between failed. one to four and one to five. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, your banker. Brutal. Unfortunate. My banker was Monday evening after I'd had an otherwise perfect week, <laughs> <laughs> and Magdeburg drew one all the way at Carl's Iciena, which was unplanned and unfortunate. <laughs> they did go one nil down, and I managed to reback them to draw or win. So yeah. that was nice. So I recouped my stake, which was which was decent, but didn't do any favours for, for the actual pick itself. And if you're looking at Jena upcoming, that was only the first point. That was the first point of the entire campaign. Yeah. They've so been be, routinely battered. So it'd be good to keep on top of them away from home just now. Absolutely. Until that first point comes. Absolutely. Just keep an eye out. Um, my value was Salzburg away to Tyrol, or however Skybet pronounced the name, because it wasn't... It wasn't down as Tyrol. It wasn't down as Tyrol. <laughs> 
Um, I had back Salzburg to win over 3.5 goals because they scored 7, 5 and 6 in the previous games. They won 5-1. That was a great pick. You were getting great that pick. You were getting that 11-8, by the way, before the game started, but I had already backed it at evens. It came in, <laughs> I think, in like the 48th minute. Ah, yeah. like that. It was, yeah. it was done with like oh, well over half an hour still left in the game. I love bets like that. Yeah, I, they, they absolutely pumped. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on in that league because you shouldn't be scoring 7, 6, 5 and 5 in your opening four league games. When, when two of them are away. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, my value pick was a similar similar <laughs> thrashing. It was Dundee United just to win against Dundee in the Dundee Derby on Friday night at 5-4. to four, And they comprehensively won 6-2, which was an absolute annihilation. I mean, I did say last week I think we'll win comfortably and 5-4 to four is a very good price. <laughs> but I didn't expect 6-2. Um, also, we obviously all talked about how Lauren Shagland scores every week and he scored again at evens during that game. So that was a really good game. Yeah, no, I, I didn't even back the double. It was just, I was so confident. I was only on Shankland because I, I just, I've not, I don't watch that league enough. Yep. So I don't know what a good team looks like because I know Rangers were scudding teams in leagues where they won, they playing well. Yeah. So I was like, ah, and it's a derby as well. It was a, bril- a brilliant game to watch. It was on BT, BT Sport I, 1. I turned it off when it went five. I was like, if, so 47 minutes, I was like, my Shankland bets up. Andy's values in. I've no no more nothing more to gain here. I've got nothing. No horses left in this. <laughs> I actually race. just felt bad for Dundee. <laughs> never, never feel. Well, that. you could have uh, switched it to uh, Mets versus PSG to watch them get comprehensively pumped as well. <laughs> no, it was it was wanting to watch a movie, mate. I was footballed out. Beat. Um, I also mentioned last week because um, a couple of people talked about this in the Facebook group. West Ham were a great shout to beat Norwich. Yep. And they won. Unbelievable. They won 2-0. That, that, that looked so comfortable. Did you yeah. hear their manager? Moaning, no. moaning about the, the tackle in the centre half? No. Um, what was it he said? So it, was, it was a bad tackle from that Haller. Sebastian Haller, he's in my fantasy yeah. football team. He's so coming this, good at the The right centre half goes off injured to get treatment. Because back on, West Ham get the ball down and play. Playing the left back inside his right centre back channel. And a guy can barely move. So the guy just goes past him and cuts it back and scores. And he was complaining that because of the tackle that he felt from a red card tackle his player was injured and that was at fault for the goal. And why didn't you take your player off? Why didn't you fucking make a substitution? If you could see that. Aye. The power you have is to stop that happening. Don't, yeah. don't that's, like, that's like the one thing you can actually influence <laughs> during the game as a manager standing at the side. Just like, all right, okay. Um, but yeah, they came good at, at even money. So that was good too. Uh, the outsider, so I had pre at home to Pilsen. It was one each, and you got a goal alert. I, I wasn't following this game as detailed. I was just looking for the final whistle. Yeah, I got a goal alert saying they'd scored in like the 83rd minute. And they were 41. I'd have been, yep. I was delighted. And then, of course, I got the two-minute later goal disallowed alert. And this was on two channels. This was on Betfair and also Flashscore. So it right, wasn't okay. Just, it wasn't just a phantom guy at Bet365 pressing the wrong button, which does happen. Yeah. I've been at games <laughs> where there was been like a goal alert. And nothing's been happening. And there's, yeah, the ball's in the centre circle and I'm going, <laughs> maybe my feed's behind. Oh no, wait, I'm actually <laughs> at the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously Pilsen made it worse by going and scoring the winner. They then scored a winner later, but that was really close. It was a good effort. Uh, my outsider was Eiselmeer Vocals away at Excelsior Masois, um, and that was in the Dutch Tweede de Vitsi. This only showed up on Skybet and Play, by the way. That's that's so you could, strange. You could not get it before the game. Well, but, I I couldn't. But you it, could bet it in play. I, I checked like five minutes later because you sent us over the screenshot of the odds. Yeah, it was six. They ended up six to four. I couldn't get odds when yeah. we recorded the podcast, but I fancied that they wouldn't be the favourite, and they weren't the favourite, um, and they won comfortably three one. 
that that one being a consolation goal in the ninety fifth minute or something. Yeah. So they were yeah, there was heavily three 0 up. A lot of bookies that couldn't. I went through about three or four and couldn't get anything for them until which is weird started. because last year obviously we started following them a wee bit and they were they were <laughs> always on bet three six five reasonably yeah. early. So I don't Maybe know if they're a character all... limit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gordo, your treble? Yeah, good to good to bring us back down here. Um, <laughs> we have, so the charity, it was the first time this season that I've had a, a bet that was more than a goal out. Um, and this, and <laughs> Yeah, and so to show away at Le Mans, Le Mans won for the first time this season. They won 2-0. Very comfortable for them. Watched it on the game. So I'll be avoiding backing against Le Mans for a while. Um, the treble, Laval was a very irritating one. So Laval were up with one uh, one nil. Uh, they conceded in ninety plus one because we were all looking at it on Friday night. Yep. Um, that was very annoying. And Dunkirk won at home to Toulon uh, again. They were they were waited late until late until score. They just love scoring after. I wonder if I could maybe get a. I don't know if you can get bracket bets on that league like to score after seventy minutes. Or see, probably just, just watch it for and playing just doing overs. Yeah, that, that's that's normally what. See if I've got like a free bet. I'll try and just do a cash builder with it. Like even if my twenty five quid free bet is going to drop me to like fifteen quid, and then go for there. All right. So the first bet takes you just your profits. Aye, the real, first real like, fifteen pound money. It's like yeah. seventy five minutes to see if I yeah. fancy a goal in any game because you're normally getting about forty five. Go right. Let's go in. Right. Okay. Go so I'll, I'll maybe monopoly that next time then. So <laughs> yeah. try and get my real money. Uh, and then the last game was Lorient versus at home to Green Gamp. Um, Lorient hadn't lost a game this season. Uh, Green Gamp beat them. <laughs> so uh, I was that's my worst week by a, a very large margin. So yeah, uh, yeah at Laval were probably the most irritating of the well, Le Mans and Sochaux were the most irritating because it bled down the charity. But um, Laval uh, conceding at home in the ninety plus four, like uh, ninety plus one, it's ridiculous. Anyway, on to this week and the winners. Yeah, the charity. So Shaka got booked before they mentioned that. So that was in and. Red Bull Leipzig won three one away from home at Gladbach. Very comfortably. Which was very comfortable and very nice. Um I did have my usual Trixie on at the weekend. Three teams to be leading at half time as a Trixie and then three teams to win all their games. And it came good again for the second week in a row. Yay. <sighs> Andy's the winner. Yeah, yeah, so a, a, a very good week and then that's almost a perfecto. Almost. The best, very last game let it down the best shout probably of the week like Kane are awful I know that's just the way the cookie <laughs> crumbles but I'll take if we could have, if I could have a week like that every week I'd be delighted yeah okay uh, Scots abroad we're going to Scots players abroad transfer window update so we've lost Harvey St. Clair rip so he's just disappeared he's gone um, so he's went on loan to Kilmarnock which means we might actually maybe to get him in for an interview because hmm. he's here now so we've we've requested that now and he's been traded with Ollie Burke who's now went to Alaves so we've got another interest in Spain they're in the same league aren't they then Alcaron and Alaves Alaves are so Alaves they, didn't get relegated last season no no I think Alaves are still in La, La Liga I'll have a look Hold on. yeah just double check that yeah, Alaves are in La Liga. Yeah, so we have our first... <laughs> first, La, first La Liga since Alan Hutton. Since Alan Hutton. There we go. Big so, Maga Al. So we get the Jack Harper cocktees and then he buckled back to the Liga. <laughs> he just went... um, so, Scots plays abroad. We'll just start with the Scotland game then. The Scotland women's game. Absolute one, pumping. 1-8-0 against Cyprus. 
Uh, Claire Emsley got a goal, got an assist. Corsi got an assist, but Kim Little scoring five goals from midfield is pretty impressive. I'm glad we don't get to cover her, but she does play with Arsenal, so it's not a terrible life. I don't mind that. Uh, Sporting Kansas won 1-0 against Houston. They are continuing this run to try and get in the playoffs. So they need to win their like, last three games now, but they also had to win their last five games. Yeah, so they're on, yeah. A, they're on a tear. Johnny Russell. Johnny Russell's... Real. Wait, why are we not backing them? Five games in a row. I don't know. So Johnny Russell scored a, scored a header, winning goal after setting up the win in the last minute the previous weekend, also getting like a combined assist the week before. Mm-hmm. So Johnny Russell is essentially just dragging them out. But I'm worried well, he, he'll be missing the season. He's in the Scotland squad, doesn't he? That's yeah, he is in yeah. the Scotland so, squad, yeah. So, I'm, so I would maybe, that was what I was trying to do, see for this week's preparation, and maybe folk could do it better than me because I found it really hard, was look at the USA-Mexico lineups for the USA Mexico game because mm-hmm. it's a full calendar in the MLS so presumably a lot of MLS teams are losing some good players to go and play because their game's on the cancel this close to the playoffs that's mental yep. scheduling yep Atlanta yeah. have got five players in the squad so Brad Guzan their goalie's yep. out they've got like five players on the squad so I don't I don't know I maybe didn't check them specifically I don't know if you like have like a limit of players you're allowed to have missing before but, it goes right now we need to play the game We've got, what, two and a half days to the Scotland game? Do you think Johnny Russell's here yet in the country? He will be, won't he? Yeah, he'll have just left right away. Well, I, was just, I was just wondering if we were going to find out today that he's got an injury. Yeah, one of those. No, not, not a real injury, just suddenly developed a fear of flying. It's <laughs> bird camped. Yeah, I know. Um, Lecce, nil, Verona, one. Liam Henderson played the full game. Uh, Pacini, it was a lovely wee goal. Ball over the top and a left back, cuts it back. Guy just running that way where it looks he's going to shoot and just steps over and kills two defenders. It runs behind him, the guy behind him. Nice finish. Um, Liam Henderson's never lost a game in Serie A. Ever. He's probably, the only, probably the only player able to say that. Well, there's probably millions of players able to say that that haven't played in Serie A. <laughs> yeah, I've never lost a game in Liam Serie A. Henderson's the only player to never lose a game in Serie A who's played <laughs> more than one game in Serie A. In Serie a. <laughs> no, um, it was a five-minute clip that we've got on our Twitter page. It, was, it looked like a really backs-against-the-wall performance. Let's you absolutely pummel them. Every but, time I see that team, it's just milk, isn't it? <laughs> it's just going to be milk. Um, Who the fuck does that? Ryan Gold made his return to yeah. Portuguese football. With, with, a, with a belter? Started goal. straight back in the team. No, he never scored. He never scored. Oh, no, it was just a really good goal. It was a really good goal from uh, Bindara. Free kick outside the box. No highlights of the game, just a goal. Found it on Twitter. <laughs> just from a fan because... Presumably, yeah, as people do. Yeah, just, a free kick that AJ fan box. has filmed that really well. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the clip that I first seen it on. Was uh, was the clip that you first seen it on? Bandara Marco Ogolo de Vitoria do SC Ferenci frente a Ferenci. No, that's the one I got off YouTube for our listeners. Ah, I found it on Twitter. <laughs> you just did some shaky yeah. video. I also, this is this is how <laughs> I belt, work. A belter of a free. This kick. is how I work for people. I go get booked in that game. So I will then search on Twitter, gold yellow card, mm-hmm. and it takes me back to like a Dundee United tweet oh, yeah, <laughs> from 2012. I'm like, all right, okay, so there's no information on this gold I, yellow card. And it's, and it's not even about Ryan Gold. It's about, I uh, show uh, circus animals the yellow card. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. He's still only 23. I know, he's still super young, and he's playing He's playing at a higher level than most people in Scotland are. Um, so but I just like the fact that he, that was his first start for them since he left. The last game he played for them was a 4 0 win where he scored a double and then he came to Hibs for some reason. <laughs> and now he's back. First game, 1 0 win. Really happy. So that was that was a good start for him. 
Charlie Gilmer had his first defeat in Dutch football and they lost 4-2 to Nijmegen. Is it Nijmegen? Is it Nijmegen. Is that how you say Nijmegen, it? Yeah. Are we going to get lectured by the... Who was the guy that lectured us last time? Oh, he did it again this weekend. Great. Michael. Who did the lecture us on? Was it my pronunciation? No, my pronunciation because I, I, I think he lives over in Holland. Right, okay. So uh, he obviously knows and it must be very jarring to hear us Yeah, yeah. It's essentially like one of us going Don D. Utted. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so Telstar lost to NEC Nimigan? Nimigan. Nimigan. Okay, lecture is on that. There's two absolute screamers in this game for either side, left foot finishes. I would have said Charlie Gilmore's at fault for the fourth goal though. It's like, did you see... Thrown under the bus. Did you see Jordan Ayew's goal for Crystal Palace? It's like him and Mings are coming down the channel. He, uh, Grealish and Mings are trying to shut him down. Mm-hmm. And he kind of deflects the ball off of two of them. And manages to snick through the both of them. It's a very similar idea where the two of them should just wipe him out and take the ball. But <laughs> they kind of, because they're in the box, he doesn't want to put in a tackle. Yeah. But I think at 3-2, I'd be wanting my midfielder to put in. Yeah, a, 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 a challenge. Bit, a bit more of an effort. Um, the only other game we had as a player was Lefsky Sofia 2. Siska Sofia 2 Tony Walton only played the last 8 minutes it was uh, 2-1 when he came on though but he had no involvement in the goal so I'm assuming he's been dropped because of that horrific headed miss didn't didn't even get himself booked or anything no nothing <laughs> rubbish either either that or he had a really important Call of Duty competition to play online well Fortnite Worlds were on so maybe he was doing that he is the first insight to a footballer that, you know I heard all this I think it was Unai Emery that moaned about the Ozil thing what, and he said you have no idea the problem footballers have with computer addiction and yeah. I was like, what? That can't be a real thing. Yeah. And Tony Watt, since following him on Twitter, that's all he does. He did a thing. <laughs> this is actually quite funny. He did a thing where he took over Aberdeen. He does it on his YouTube channel. He takes Aberdeen and FIFA, but he only has, he's only allowed to have Scottish players in his team. Mm-hmm. And he puts them into the English bottom division. And it's to try and get to the Premier League. But he only simulates games. So it's like 20 minutes videos of him playing a season. So he doesn't ever play it. He doesn't he just, ever play it. He, he just sends it sort of manager mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he does is just get rid of all the people that are not Scottish. <laughs> just, and goes and tries and buys other players. How, how does this work? People are literally... No, no, work. no. How does he How does he do? Um, like, did they make it? I'll be honest. I watched up the transfer window. Right. Because I was like... <laughs> seen Ryan Jack get put in. Fuck's sake. <laughs> But it was just it was just quite funny and it was that is the worrying I was going and maybe footballers are addicted to all this. Watching other people play computer games just isn't something I'd really ever go for. But watching other people play baseball. Baseball's more <laughs> fun to play than it is to watch. And I like watching mm. it. I watch a lot of baseball. But I also watch people playing PlayStation game PlayStation game. It's just a sport. So our sponsored player, Michael Hewitt, started for Kawinning Rangers. They won two one away to Cumnock. Nice juniors. Um, we did get an update from Ben Grant. Michael played the full game. Mm-hmm. And this is the sentence he's given me. He got one point in the man of the match point scoring. For me, that would be the idea of a fantasy football point scoring, where he would have had to have done something. So someone gets three, someone gets two, someone gets one. Yeah. Or, oh. does, he, or does he mean like there's a massive committee afterwards that all vote? And he got one vote. He got one vote, that's what I'm saying. So out of like the 12, or maybe yeah. maybe it was the, maybe they give every fan in attendance. Oh, a number card. And he's so, collectively got one. So I've I've literally asked the question, what does this mean for a future reference? But they won and he's back in the starting lineup. Brilliant. Suspension gone. Um I did he did share the picture with us before about the photo, so it's just nice to see our name up in the, the bright lights like a winning Rangers programmes. Well, yeah. Especially way to come that's people in Cumnock now listening to the podcast when they get electricity. <laughs> 
God, they're just abusing our one listener and come look. This week's picks, so as we said, due to International Week, there's going to be some very weird leagues and weird competitions discussed. Mainly the Scottish Challenge Cup. That so, is That does feature. Yeah. All, all my picks come from the same league. So is, it, Turn- is it Turnock's Tea Cake? Uh, Caramel Wafer. Caramel Wafer. So the Caramel Wafer Challenge Cup. I was talking to my friend Mark about this yesterday because like, obviously um, Caramel Wafer's Scottish product is the Scottish Challenge Cup. And he was like, next year you'd miss a miss a trick if Mad Dog don't sponsor it. Because it'd be the Mad Dog 2020 Challenge Cup. That's oh, genius. Because the year's 2020. Right, so, so why is that not a hashtag that was started yet? I don't know, but we need to we need to get on board with this. The MD 2020 Challenge Cup. Yep. Do you think, they, do they let Booze sponsor? Well, the, oh, the tennis? Yeah. Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> I, I was thinking, that I know gambling companies can do it, but like... Yeah, good. Well, Carling were on the shirts of Rangers, they like tenants, obviously, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the MD 2020, that's brilliant. So who was that that said that? Mark Angus, he's been a guest on this oh, podcast yeah, last Mark, year. Right, okay. yeah. yeah, we need to get that. And he needs to get full credit for yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. That is fucking hilarious. So imagine the man in the match is cradling a wee fucking... Like, <laughs> you get a strawberry one or an orange one. <laughs> I was just a weird thing. I had Joe, Joe Rogan's podcast, somebody in a podcast, it was like an old comedian, and the guy mentioned Mad Dog 2020, that he drinks it when he likes, he likes to drink it and pour some of it over his chicken, like a, the orange one. Yeah, it's a it's an American drink. Aye, yeah, I didn't know that. I always assumed it was like Buckfast. I almost assumed it was only here, and just hearing... This African American guy in his seventies talking about cooking whilst pouring mad dog oh, over his chicken. Cooking? I, going, I thought yeah, I thought it was like a pet chicken or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused there, just a wee something. Hey, fuck you! That's amazing, right? So we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna start annoying people with that. Uh, my banker this week, TNS, so Total Network Solutions, away to Stenhouse Muir in the Scottish League Challenge Cup. For those of you who don't know, our Challenge Cup is so shit. It's definitely the new Saints. <laughs> Is it? I think so. I've always network got, solutions. I've always called them that because I think that's a joke on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so they're playing total network solutions, right? <laughs> and they're playing Stenhouse Muir away. You, here you can get them at forty six. That seems good odds to me. The Welsh second, second in the Welsh Premier League. They, they had a good run last year as well. Second bottom of the Scottish bottom division. Yeah. So this is for people who don't know. This is a weird tournament. This is. The Challenge Cup, so it's the low league, league cup essentially. Teams in the Premier League aren't allowed. It's to English panorama for but, English listeners. Yeah, but what they've also done is allowed a couple of teams from Northern Ireland and a couple of Welsh teams in, and English teams, and English teams now a couple as well, um, from lower leagues again. So it's a bit of a strange competition. And uh, Total Network Solutions won the last game ten one. Wow! Away from home, against fourth in the league, so it wasn't even against one of the scudding teams. Against two CompuServe. <laughs> Gordon, you're too young for that joke. <laughs> I, I just fucking this is this is what happens sometimes. Just sitting here, like I'm pretty sure these are companies that fucking existed once. But yeah, that's my banker. It, it's three to five just now, but I've seen them in better odds as well. So I've maybe went too high with my banker. I like oh, it though because hey, if you're going to lose an, a two to eleven banker, you might as well lose a four <laughs> or five. Um, I'm in the Japanese second division. Um, as the, you're staying as well, the 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 top league is is obviously off, so it's the it's the second league. Um, plenty of good good fixtures. A lot of games Saturday, eleven a.m. Uh, is Kashiba Rezol, who you might remember from last year. Yeah, they got relegated out of the 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 top league, the J League. Um, they're at home to Monjagamata, and you'll get them at seven to ten. 
Kashiwa, 12 points ahead at the top of the table, 62 points from 30 games. Yamagata are half decent, they're sixth, 51 points, but Kashiwa are undefeated in their last 13 matches, and they're just really good at home. Undefeated the last 12 home games, 31 points from 14 home games in total this year, whereas Yamagata have, what, 21 points from their 14 away games, but haven't won in their last four. So they're not travelling well just now in Kashiwa are top of the league. My value, I've kind of ignored form a little bit. So on Sunday, Georgia are playing Denmark. Denmark aren't in great form. They've only won one of the last five competitive games. Georgia have actually won two of the last five competitive games. Denmark are above them in the group based on two draws. Mm. But they met at the home game in the last round of fixtures and Denmark beat them 5-1. So I'm I'm only taking that in consideration because it's 8-10 to 10 you're getting for them. So I'm a member of the Danish... Football Supporters Association and um, I, I, I follow the results and I go to a couple of the games and I saw them play Ireland 0-0 in that playoff two yeah. years ago um, in Copenhagen it was 0-0 it was rubbish it was one of the worst games of football I've ever seen and then they went away next week to Dublin and scudded them 5-1 so it's like their form's weird because they're totally capable of doing that they've got the talent to do it they also made it through their group stage in the last major tournament playing not well yeah um, so, <laughs> like, I don't know how they made it through that when other teams and other groups were were falling short. Um, I, I quite like that. Pick. Yeah, but almost evens in a, in a game, literally five one. Yeah, Eric's, any team with Ericsson, it's got a chance. Yeah, I'm staying in the Japanese League Two. It's Omiya Ardija versus Mashida Zelvia, and the home team Omiya are even money on Saturday, eleven o'clock. Um, they've won their last four home games on the spin, undefeated in their last 12 home games, so decent home record. Uh, they average 2.21 points at home compared to their opponents, Machida, who only average 1.2 points away. Uh, so that's that's over a whole point difference in average, which is which is huge. Um, so even money for the home team on Mia. I think that represents really good value. Yeah, my outsider, it keeps changing. So... I initially had St Murn under-21s to lose at home to Stirling in the Scottish Challenge Cup. You were getting that at 15-10. to 10. I've changed that just because I don't like the fact St Murn beating the Barton, who are currently on a tear. The 15-10? to 10. That, That's, the way that's a really weird that. way to say 6-4. to four. Or 3-2. Some two. people say 3-2, yeah. You know, it was because of the mistake I made with not being able to fucking do up fractions <laughs> like a child. So I rounded up to make sure this time that it was better than the odds of 11-10 to 10 I was getting for St Murn. Brilliant. <laughs> but I've changed that and took Kelty Hearts, who are 41 at home with Solihull Moors. Uh, Solihull Moors have won one in the last five, lost three, drawn one. The win was in their fifth game. They are probably in a more competitive league than Kelty, who are in the the conference of Scottish football. Well, they're definitely in a more competitive league. Yeah. Mm. But Kelty Hearts have scudded teams 7-0, 5-1 and 10-0 in the last three games. So they're capable of scoring goals. They are at home. Right, four okay. to one just seems far too good for me, and it is Barry Ferguson. This seems like the kind of team that Barry Ferguson will be building up to. Is he wanting to play against good semi-pro teams because he has visions of them playing in the leagues? But yeah, I think forty-one's great odds for that. My outsider, I am staying in Japan <laughs> in the second division. There, this game kicks off an hour earlier. This is Saturday at uh, ten o'clock in the morning. It's Vento Foret Kofu away at Yokohama FC. So Yokohama are second on 52 points 
and Kofu are seventh. Now it seems like a big gap from second to seventh is not. They're on forty nine points, so it's three point gap. Right, okay. This would tie them up. Uh, Kofu's away form this season has been really impressive. They average more points away from home than Yokohama average at home. So the fact that you're getting Kofu at two to one, I think is really good. They also keep a hell of a lot of clean sheets. That seems the way that be the way that they play in Yokohama don't exactly score very many right. uh, so 2-1 to one is the right side of this bet to be on so taking Kofu away at Yokohama um, Saturday at 10 o'clock you'll get a 2-1 to one price I'm going to give us I'm going to give us leeway this weekend because we don't know how many players from anywhere is going to be in international duty because mm. although we're picking low leagues they may still be like called up to under 21 squads or under 19 squads and also the Scottish Challenge Cup. I mean, when I watched that last year with Dundee United, when Shabba Laszlo was our manager, he treated that. He didn't play any first-team players in it. He didn't even turn up. So <laughs> our manager didn't go. He, he allowed the sort of under-21s. Craig Easton took the team. Which was... So that's the sort of... Not contempt, but that's like how important that competition is viewed by some clubs. So it's always a bit of a lottery as to yeah, what sort of team is going to go out. Goldo, your picks? Yes, so I... The La Liga 2 is where most of my picks come from this week, but I'll, I'll give you mention to the French leagues um, first off because I can't leave them out. Um, the League 2 is off, Liga Nationale is still on just now. There's some interesting games in the Liga Nationale. Um, I'll start with the treble and then we'll work to the charity. So the one that I'll pick from uh, for the treble is Dunkirk away to Berg Perinas. I know you'll all be bored of hearing me talk about Dunkirk, but they still haven't lost No, because the they keep winning. They keep winning. Talk about them more. Um, Berg Perinas are bottom of that league. Uh, Dunkirk are the best team in the league by far. Um, Berg Perinas, sorry, have three points. Um, their last three games have been a 2-2 draw. They drew one each in the cup. They drew 2-2 two, two with um, too long. But if you look at the teams that Dunkirk are playing against and you look at um, the teams that Burke Perinast, they've played a lot of the same teams. Dunkirk are beating these teams. Right, okay. So th- that's all you can take at this time, uh, this part of the season. Dunkirk, <laughs> both teams to score in this game is a lock <laughs> because Dunkirk love conceding a goal. Right, and I was almost t- tempted to make this uh, treble be incredibly large amount of well, incredible odds by taking them as both teams to score. But I'm happy with just the Dunkirk um, to win away at Berg Perinas. Second game is uh, Rio Ave at home to Guimarães. So a couple of weeks ago, Rio Ave scudded someone 5 1 as part of my banker treble and um, was really quite. Con- I've been comfortable with them. Last week they went away and beat Porto. Oh, really? At ho- Porto, uh, they beat Porto at home 3 2. So they're a, they're a team in good, they're, they're only up for me, they're playing on Saturday this game, so actually the treble has one game Friday, one game Saturday, one game Sunday. Um, if you look at uh, Guimaraes, they're playing in the Europa League at the moment, and they're, they're playing a lot of games, they're going to have to go to Rio Ave and turn up and beat a pretty decent team if they're going to do this. With a potential Europa League hangover. Yes. How come their games are... So this must... come Countries must implement... A rule that if you don't have more than like three or four international call-ups, your game goes ahead. Because they're the top division, aren't they? Yeah. Aye. So, if you, I mean, if you look at the form of these two teams as well, uh, Guimaraes got beat by Porto 3-0 away from home. Right. Uh, they drew it with FSS, FCSB, which are the Romanian... Stoia Bucharest. Yeah, Stoia Bucharest. Um, Fucking no Stoia Bucharest, but I don't know what TNS stands for. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Total Network Solution. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and so you've got... I'm never not calling them that now, by the way. It's great. Love just it. have to keep them in. <laughs> uh, so Rio Ave won 5-1 the last game at home <laughs> against Aves. They won 6-1 the game before against Liveriense. Um, 
you're going to get six to seven at them for um, at home against uh, Gomares. I think that's a really good shout. And then the third of the treble that I was talking about as well is um, Malaga versus Almeria. I like to call this the uh, places with direct flights from Presswick Derby. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. almost as good as the what was it? Ray Bradshaw called Aloha Falkirk. The Croyd, no, the, the Edinburgh line derby. Yeah, <laughs> we're making new names here it is so I mean and I was thinking about that as well but they also got direct flights from Barcelona and Girona as well so when they play that's it all <laughs> um, so Malaga versus Almeria if you look at the these teams there's only been three games played in uh, La Liga 2 we've already um, talked a little bit about it earlier on Almeria have played three got seven points uh, Malaga have played three got four points I just think this game looks like it's heading towards a draw. If you look at the last time it played, it was one each. The two teams, they both played... So, the last game, Girona beat Malaga 1-0. They've drawn one each with Las Palmas and they've beat Santander. Almeria have drawn their last two games away, um, one each. They drew with Santander, one each. Yeah. I just think this game is heading to... Malaga drew their last game, one each. It, it, I think this... I could even go correct score on this. I think it's going to be one, one each. One each, yeah. I remember... Us following Malaga last year with Jack Harper, yeah, it was that league was fucking filled with draws. Yeah, it was like it was kind of similar to the Italian Serie B. It was just draws all the time. Yeah, so they've got. I mean, fifteen to eight, you're going to get for them to draw. Fuck right, okay. So you've got Dunkirk, who we don't have a price for. Rio Ave are six to seven at home, and then Malaga Almeria is fifteen to eight as a draw. Interesting that you you went with the draw. What was the other pick that you were talking about? Oh, Cadiz. So and this is the other thing. I, I was really close to putting Cadiz in because I like I like this pick. Well, I, I'm not putting an additional pick in. For no, me I, went I know, for... I know, but it's, <laughs> it's just, good to mention, mention the same way. Uh, yeah, so, same way I mentioned West Ham last week. If there's something you like, so if you have a look at the La Liga two as well, Cadiz are playing Santander, who you've heard are getting beat by people quite mm. a lot. Cadiz have won their first three games. Um, they both came up. Uh, oh, sorry, Santander came up from the second division. This uh, Santander come up from the the La Liga Two Regional, yeah, or whatever or regional, um, and they came up into La Liga Two. Cadiz have won the last five games on the spin. Last um, Santander have drawn two two, drawn one one, get beat by Malaga one 0 get beat one 0 They're not a good team, and you're going to get twenty one to ten for them away. Yeah, and I was close to putting that in, and the reason I didn't put it in was that for a treble, you're obviously trying to get lower odds to you know put them into an actual uh, lower odds and a decent coming a chance of this coming in I, I just couldn't take it because it was over 2-1 Malaga draw is 15 to yeah, 8 yeah but you expect so a draw <laughs> <laughs> like no. your logic uh, but yeah the charity picks I've got Inverness at home to Morton Inverness have won 5 in the spin at home Morton have lost 4-5 or five away they actually played last week in the league Inverness won 5-0 at home so it's a repeat of that. So providing they both put out strong sides. To be honest, Morton might not. Inverness seem like they're on a wee bit of form. They might want to keep the same team playing. Um, but yeah, 5-0, five, five wins in a row. Inverness, even money. Seem- that seems ridiculous, actually, now that I'm just reading that out. It does, but it's the Challenge Cup. Is that what it is? They don't know what the lineup. You don't, you don't know what the lineup. You don't know how serious anyone's going to be taking it. There might be thinking from the bookies that the teams that are more likely to be to challenging for promotion probably yeah. won't take it as seriously. But you get a good run in the cup, it's good for the fans. Yeah. E- even that cup. Have a look at the lineups at 2.30 and just look at the previous game against Morton, see how the lineups fare against each other. See, I'd, I'd be tempted not to do that because see, as soon as the lineups come out, the odds will plummet if Inverness put out a full strength. I'm team. not sure bookies are that attentive to Scottish football, genuinely. Because Morelos was still favourite to score in the old firm and never started, so I don't think they, 
give, I don't give, don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for a game in the Scottish Challenge Cup as Being well. Being a hypocrite, man. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm taking Dundee United at home to Arbroath because Dundee United just have been winning every week, and I don't see the point in not backing them. They play Arbroath in their next two home games. This one's the cup game, and then their next home game in the league is also against Arbroath. They've started the season really well. They're off the back of a 6-2 derby win against Dundee. Um, I wouldn't advise Shankland as a first scorer here. I think he might not start this game. But then again, he might, because it's not like this is a, a midweek game. Ooh, this is just, you know, just keep, Nicky him, Clark. keep him ticking over. We do have ah, Nicky so Clark. Nicky Clark can start instead. Still a good team, still a strong team. Um, and just the vibe around Tannendice just now, I think the fact you're getting, again, around even money yep. for Dundee United is is just too big a price in case they do put out a full-strength team. And even if they don't, I still think even money's a good price. So uh, my pick is also in La Liga 2. Uh, mine's is uh, Fuenlabrada versus uh, Ponferradina. So these are two teams that got promoted last season. Uh, Fuenlabrada beat this team in the promotion playoff to get there. So they've also got the... Um, if you look, um, Fuenlabrada have won their, their three games in. They've played three games at home. Um, Fuenlabrada, um, they have... I'm trying to say it right. I've just looked at this team name. I've been putting an N in where there wasn't an N. <laughs> so Fuen, Fuen Labrada um, have won. Me, I had a Welsh team that was didn't exist. Yeah, you done fucking, <laughs> you done fucking fit in broadband. Um, so they, uh, <laughs> they both promoted last year. Three games in, three wins. They've beat these guys in the playoffs. Eleven to ten at home. They're on a roll. That's who I fancy this time. So that's ten pound of our money goes on those three picks. As a combined treble, and the winnings go to a charity. And I mean, if anyone wants to reach out and suggest a charity, we've just been going back to default, which was the Beats and Cancer Trust. That's who we've been given. Unfortunately, we've only been given the tenors because <laughs> we've not won a charity bit yet, which is really gutting. I think it took us a wee while last year to get a good charity one up. I'll just say I've hit every single charity pick I've made this year. I'm still 100%. So, boys. Three out of five for me. Yeah. <laughs> let's up your game let's do this for charity um, the only other thing I would say is I had to be look at a, a special just done at National Week San Marino are playing Belgium I don't know what bookies do this market but I know Skybet do goal in the opening 10 minutes yep it's, it's 7 to 5 now San Marino in, the la- in 4 of the last 5 home games have conceded in the first 10 minutes Belgium in the last 2 have scored in 2 minutes and 6 minutes <sighs> so okay so they start hot they start well uh, so as long as both Hazards are playing they're not is Eden Hazard still injured? He's injured. I got a notification last night. <laughs> That's depressing. So, but Toggan Hazard's still there. Dries Martins is still there. Lukaku's called up. It's Bishwise there. They've, they've got good players. What app gives you notifications of Eden Hazard's injuries? <laughs> is it just is it Hazard? Yeah, is it, is it Hazard Watch or something? No, no, no. This is got it. installed in your phone. This is it's daily record. Oh, is he not? Ah, right. Oh, right. He's not made the squad. Right, but. Oh, they've both pulled out Thorkin as well. Oh, well, then we're going to need to rely on Dries Mertens to step up. We'll be fine, though. De Bruyne is, De Bruyne is back because he's he? previously injured. Oh, okay. I mean, he's been flying for Man City. And ironically, De Bruyne scored after 70 seconds last weekend so he's, against he's, Brighton. He's on so a roll here. He knows what to do. So I had to have a wee look at that because, as we know, Sam Marino not, not the greatest team. Um, you get anything else on the international front? No, I'm just trying to. Would you? I, a question to both of you then. What do you think the results of both Scotland games? I think we'll beat Russia. I don't. Okay. 
I think. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Take that, listeners, and uh, do with do what. And on the other side, the news of both Hazards missing the Scotland game, yeah, is pretty fucking big news for me. Yeah. So if if Sa- any San Marino player, I quite like Man City, so I wouldn't say injured De Bruyne permanently, but maybe give him a knock that he yeah, has to one miss. Of these what, about, what about give him the flu? <laughs> uh, yeah. Just, just start, you know, if you've got a bit just, of a snivel, stand next to him, yeah, cough just, a couple of times. It, well, the, the problem is the weather in San Marino is good. Like you yeah. can't you can't have like a shiver and go out in the cold and be like, oh no, my hair's wet, I've got a flu now. I like that. <laughs> and just have their fucking striker marking him the whole game. Why is he, why is food, he marking him? Food poisoning. Like food poisoning. Food poisoning. <laughs> like if that, someone can cook Kevin De Bruyne a terrible pasta before that shite game, lasagna. Food poisoning. That's what we want. <laughs> like is that kind of the whole team? That's happened. I'm, I'm sure there's stories right, of that. Ars- where, yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, so Facebook group yeah join the Facebook group if you search Trampled Bet Podcast you can join our community there uh, we've got some new listeners this week so that's always good um, we also post pics share information share tips share winning bets share all this stuff uh, so it's a good community so please get involved in that um, we also have a couple of fantasy football leagues the first being the general one shout out to previous guest on this show Eddie Casty, who scored 92 points this week to take him second in our table Still behind Christopher Sumner, uh, only by one point though. So Christopher leads the way, Eddie Cassidy in second, Harrison in third place. Um, Gordon, you're up to ninth. Good week for you, Great 76 week. points. Did, you, I didn't actually know that until you told me this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you played me in the, a, a different league's head-to-head and beat me, even though uh, I scored 10 points more than the average score this week. So Sweet. well done, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. But more importantly than that, we have the Trampled Bet Fantasy Draft League. This is where it's really at. Like anyone can play the salary cap league, the draft leagues where it's at. I picked up my first win this week by beating James McIver, uh, thanks to Sebastian Heller and Obama Yang scoring. Um, so that lifts me off the bottom. Um, Gordon, I believe you're the only person still in zero points. Yeah, no point. That's the only one I run it like check. Yeah, as well. that's because that's that's <laughs> the one that matters. The draft league. Uh, so Jason Stott and Edward Freel are still undefeated with four wins out of four. So well done to them. We'll see how it goes as the rest of the season continues nice um, you can get me at John Walker underscore 1986 on Twitter you can get me at ASV Sports you can get me at, at underscore Gordo Mick and you can get us all at Trample Bet where we'll have the highlights the picks review of the, the week as we go get in touch with us on Twitter tag us in tag us in a winning slips tag us in uh, anything you yeah, like everything everything if you see anything going to speak up if you speak, see anything speak up also if you're enjoying the podcast share it with your mates yeah, uh, tell them it's a good idea because pe- people, people are, are liking it. People are though. Do you think so? Because yeah, well, the numbers are the numbers are slowly rising and rising and rising. So, but, but what I also think is is sometimes maybe if you're on a good thing and you're getting good picks from this, you might not tell your pals. Just pass them off as your own. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> do, you know, uh, that, that, do you know how we'll catch those people out? The end. And Flynn LeBrando. <laughs> Someone's talking about total network solutions. <laughs> You've been listening. You. Have a good week. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.